Are you dreaming of visiting Switzerland? Planning a trip to Switzerland is very exciting, but it can also be overwhelming. How do you choose which of the many scenic cities, towns and villages to visit? Which mountaintop excursions should you take? And what's the best way to get around Switzerland? And of course, how much of the country can you realistically see within your time frame? If you've asked yourself any of these questions, this is the podcast for you. This is the Holidays to Switzerland travel podcast, and in each episode, your host Carolyn Schonefinger chats with Swiss travel experts to answer your most commonly asked questions, provide practical tips, and take you on a virtual visit to the most popular destinations, and of course some hidden gems, to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland. And you'll hear plenty of conversations about Swiss cheese and chocolate too. Are you ready to plan your trip to Switzerland? Well, let's get started. Hello, Grutzi, and welcome to episode 44 of Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Did you know that Switzerland is home to over 1,500 lakes? And that no matter where you are in Switzerland, you're never more than 16 kilometres or 10 miles from one of those lakes. That's a pretty incredible fact. With so many lakes in the country, it's not surprising then that boat trips and lake cruises are plentiful. In fact, In some instances, it's faster to get from A to B by boat than it is by any other mode of transport. To tell us about some of the fantastic and varied boat trips that are available in Switzerland, I'm joined again today by Andy Neff from Swiss Travel System. Andy is a regular guest on the podcast, and he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to travelling by public transport in Switzerland. Andy has promised to tell us about some of Switzerland's most popular boat trips as well as a couple of others that are not as well known. And the great thing about all these fantastic boat trips is that almost all of them are fully covered with the Swiss Travel Pass, Switzerland's all-in-one transport ticket. Cruising the lakes of Switzerland whilst admiring the stunning natural scenery is the ideal way to spend an hour or three. If you need a natural trophy, you need Switzerland. Before we hear from Andy, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Switzerland Tourism for sponsoring the podcast. Just like the folks from Switzerland Tourism, my passion is to inspire you to visit this most incredible country and to pass on practical tips to help you plan your dream Swiss vacation. It's great to be able to join with Switzerland Tourism on the podcast to do just that. You can find lots and lots of travel tips and destination inspiration on myswitzerland.com. So be sure to check that out. Now, let's get cruising. Hello, Andy. Welcome back to the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Hello, Caroline. This must be our fourth or fifth chat, or no, maybe even our sixth chat together. So um, it's great to have you back and for you to keep sharing all this wonderful information with us about travelling by train in Switzerland. Very happy to be back again. And um I think it's about the sixth, yeah, but I kind of lost track how many episodes we already did. Yeah. Anyway, however many it is, they've all been excellent. I really enjoyed chatting to you. Now, in um, previous episodes, we've talked about the Swiss travel system and the Swiss travel pass. But for those listeners who aren't familiar with it or who might be joining us for the first time, can you give a bit of an overview again of, of what they are, please? Yes, with pleasure. Um, well, Swiss Travel System, that's a very fancy name, though uh, it's very simple. It's the Swiss Public Transport. And um, here in Switzerland, we have probably the world's densest public transport network. 
And uh, we call it the Swiss travel system because it's not only trains. Um, it's actually train, bus, boat, and city transportation. And everything is seamlessly linked. Everything is connected. And everything is running like clockwork. And um, that makes it so easy to get around Switzerland by public transport. Great. And and what about the Swiss travel pass? I assume then it, it's not the Swiss train pass. So it must be inclusive of those other transport methods as well. Correct. Uh, that's why we call it the Swiss travel pass and not the Swiss train pass. Uh, to make it simple, the Swiss travel pass is the all-in-one ticket for Switzerland, including the trains, the buses, the city transportation, and all major boat services. And there are a lot of added values as well. For example, mountaintop excursions, some are free of charge, a small selection, and to most others, you get up to 50% reduction. And even museums are part of the deal. There are more than 500 which are included in the Swiss travel pass. And, uh, well, you see, there is more than just trains here in Switzerland. Exactly, yeah. And with all that included, it, it's definitely great value. So we've got our Swiss travel pass, and you mentioned there that it, it covers boat trips. So what are some of the boat trips that, that are included with the pass? Well, I could talk for hours because there is a lot of water in Switzerland. Probably the only natural resource we have here. Uh, we have no oil, there is no iron ore or whatever, but we have lots and lots of water. And um, well, first of all, the boat services here in Switzerland are a bit different compared to many other countries. Many boat services here are part of the public transport system and they connect cities and towns, besides offering leisure cruises, of course. Um, you wouldn't believe that the easiest way to get to certain towns and villages in Switzerland is actually by boat. Can you imagine? Where? Well, actually, I have heard a little bit about a, a tiny village uh, called Quinton on uh, Valensee. I think that's how I pronounce it. Um, and the village is only accessible by boat or on foot. And I've seen some pictures of it and I've read a bit about it. So I'm really hoping to visit there this year. But what are some of the other places uh, that come to mind that you can only reach by boat? Well, Quinton is probably a very picturesque example, and it's really a beautiful spot you should visit. So, um, well, that's uh, probably one of the few exceptions which are not included in the Swiss travel past the Valensee. Mm -hmm. um, but, for example, Fitznau and Weck is on Lake Lucerne can be reached. Well, they can be reached by bus as well. But the easiest and most convenient way is by boat. Mm. And there are many other examples here in Switzerland. Um, you can actually find boat services on all lakes in Switzerland. For example, on Lake Geneva, Lake Constance, Lake Lucerne, Lake Zurich, the lakes of the Bernese Oberland, that's Lake Thun and Brienz, by the way, but also the Three Lake area, uh, which includes Lake Neuchatel, Bien and Murten. And even in the Italian-speaking part of Switzerland, the Chino, you find boat services on Lake Lugano. Wow. So just like the trains and buses in Switzerland, there are public boats operating everywhere in the country. Exactly. But what I like very much is that certain lines you can choose between train and boat. For example, when heading by train from Bern to Interlaken, why not getting off in Thun and take the boat across Lake Thun? And the boat is right next, boat pier is right next 
the railway station. And um, it will take a little bit more time, of course, taking the boat. But as always in Switzerland, the trip itself is an experience already. And you can, well, you can find many other examples on various other lakes where you can take instead of the train or the bus. Yeah, well, one that comes to mind for me is on the excursion to Mount Riggi. Uh, I know that you can take a boat for part of the trip there. So can you explain to listeners how they can get to Mount Riggi and, and include a boat trip? Yeah, well, with pleasure. This is the perfect example on how to combine the various of public transport of Switzerland. For example, you start taking the boat from Lucerne. And again, the boat pier in Lucerne is right in front of the railway station. You can take the boat to Fitz now, uh, which takes about an hour. So time for coffee. And then in Fitz now, you change to the Cogwheel train, which takes you up the mountain. And again, you don't have to find the station because the station is right next to the boat pier. And uh, then the, the, the Cogwheel train will take you up to Mount Riggi. That's about 30, 40 minutes. And you can spend some time up there. You could even spend the night up there because there is a hotel as well. And then um, after maybe a short hike or uh, some uh, enjoying the view a little bit, you take the Cogwheel train down on the other side to Alt Goldau and the regular train back to Lucerne. So this is just the perfect combination of all these of public transport in Switzerland. You can make it in half a day or you can even extend it to, to one day. And the reason why there is even one of these famous panoramic routes in Switzerland, which includes a boat. Do you know which? Uh, the Gotthard Panorama Express. Of course, of course, that's right. When traveling from north to south on the Gotthard Panorama Express, you take the boat out of Lucerne, across Lake Lucerne, so you cross the whole lake. It's not like when going to Riggi, where you get off after one hour. No, you cross the whole lake, which takes almost three hours to Flüelen. And then in Flüelen, you change to the train. And again, you don't have to walk for half an hour finding the railway station. No, the panoramic train is stopping right next to the boat pier and then takes you across the, the historic line, the Gotthard line across the Alps. And of course, the same applies when you travel from south to north. You end with the boats. And I think that's interesting that you, you mentioned that you never have to go looking for the station or the boat pier. It's right, they're right beside each other. So not only is the, the timetable integrated seamlessly, but it, it's also can, so convenient uh, just to hop off one kind of transporter and onto the next one. Yeah, and, and should it be a little bit farther than walking distance, be sure there is a funicular or a bus or a tramway connecting you with the railway station. Yeah, wonderful. Now, I know Switzerland uh, is a landlocked country and it's surrounded by five other countries. So are there any international boat cruises that we can do in Switzerland? There are indeed. Um, Switzerland is sharing borders, um, well, on lakes quite often with our neighbouring countries. For example, um, on Lake Constance, you can take the boat from Romanshorn on the Swiss shore to Friedrichshafen or from Rorschach, Lindau 
and both places are on the German side of Lake Constance. Um, well, these trips are not fully covered with the Swiss travel pass, but again, you get at least a reduction. Or for example, on Lake Geneva, I think many, many people have heard of Evian. Mm -hmm. That's where the famous water is coming from. And Evian is just across the lake from Lausanne. Mm -hmm. So you can again take a boat from Lausanne, cross Lake Geneva to Evian, spend a day there and go back by boat to Lausanne. Um, that's actually one of the most used commuting boat lines in Switzerland. And this trip is fully covered by the Swiss Travel Pass. Hmm, wonderful. So not only can we catch a train internationally uh, when we're in Switzerland, we can also catch a boat across the border. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Amazing. Now, many of the big European rivers have their source in Switzerland but you don't very often hear of any river cruises in Switzerland. So why is that? It's true, keeping in mind that Rhine River, for example, is originating in the Swiss Alps. Um, but when talking of river cruises, most people are thinking about the cru a cruise on a big ship for several days, including spending the night aboard. And many of these river cruises, by the way, start Switzerland, Basel. That's where Rhine River leaves the country. But there are river cruises on the Rhine when Rhine River is still much smaller. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, a cruise I like very much, for example, starts in Schaffhausen. Mm -hmm. Schaffhausen in the very uh, northern corner of Switzerland, um, which has a beautiful medieval town, by the way. Um, that's where you can take the boat. On Rhine River and boat takes you within about four hours to Kreuzlingen. Uh, she's on the shore of Lake Constance. Mm -hmm. And um, well, you can break your journey Stein am Rhein. I think you have been there already, right? Yeah, I have. Yes, it's a lovely little village. Yes, it's beautiful medieval town, still intact, and um, you can get off there. Um, spend, um, well, some time in Stein am Rhein, have a look at the old town, have lunch there, for example, and then continue on the next boat on Rhine River and Untersee to Kreuzlingen. And then, of course, you can take the train back or you just continue your trip by train to any other city in Switzerland. Hmm. And good thing is, all is covered with the Swiss travel pass. Wonderful. Yeah. Or one other option is the Three Lake Cruise. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Tell me about that one. The Three Lake Cruise is the most extreme cruise you can experience in Switzerland. And the whole thing takes almost eight hours. Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> it starts in Bielbien, one of the bilingual cities in the western part of Switzerland. And uh, the three lakes of Biel, Neuchâtel, and Murten are connected by canals, ah. which are big enough for shipping. So this is a very special experience. But the good thing is there is a break in between where you can, um, well, move your legs okay. a little bit. Right? <laughs> okay. So I'm um, assuming because it, it takes eight hours, there's only one, one departure every day. Would that be right? Yes, it, it goes only once a day and um, it runs only um, during special seasons. So you have to make sure that you uh, check the, the departure dates correctly. Andy, you mentioned earlier that 
boats are part of the, the public transport network in Switzerland and that people use them to actually commute and, and get around to different villages. So what sort of boats operate on the lakes? Oh, that's another great thing about the Swiss boat services, the variety of boats you can find on Swiss waters. Besides modern motor vessels, you can still find historic paddle steamers in regular service on almost all lakes. Big fleets of these steamers dating back to the Belle Epoque or late 19th century uh, can be found on Lake Lucerne, for example, and Lake Geneva. And uh, cruising along one of them is very special. Mm, absolutely. So what kind of uh, services can one expect on, on board the boats? Well, first of all, on several lakes, a first and second class can be found. Now, what's the difference between first and second class on a boat? Mm. It's a situation of, of the class. Uh, usually, first class is on the upper. Okay. And um, um, there is restaurant and or bar service can be found on almost all boats in Switzerland. And on some vintage paddle steamers, a first-class restaurant can be found. And, um, well, it's even possible to take your bike on the boat. <laughs> no, the Swiss, they love biking. And uh, why not shortening the bike trip a little by taking the boats? Okay. So if we've got a second-class Swiss travel pass, but we want to travel first-class on the boat... Um, can we pay a supplement or something to do that? Uh, it's like um, you can do the same uh, on the trains. Okay. If you have a second class Swiss travel pass and you want to travel first class, you want to enjoy the first class experience, you can always buy a point point upgrade. And the same applies to the boats. There is a ticket office on the boat where you can get the upgrade once you have bought. Okay, that's great to know. So where would we find timetables for the boat trips? Well, uh, boat connections can be found on sbb.ch. That's the Swiss Federal Railways website. And um, that's where you find all public transport of Switzerland. Um, sometimes it can be a bit tricky to find boat connections since they are much slower than the trains. Mm. And uh, this timetable is always showing the fastest way mm. to get from point A to point B. So you need to select using a boat instead of a train. Right. But it's pretty simple once you have figured it out. Okay. But also you can find the boat connections on the corresponding websites of the navigation companies. That's very easy to find boat connections there, especially the ones for leisure crews, which are not connecting point A with point B, but take kind of a circular trip yeah. on, a boat, uh, on a lake. Okay. That's right. I'm sure if if someone was listening and they they googled Lake Lucerne cruises, the the website would come up. They would be able to look up the the timetables quite easily. Absolutely, absolutely, no problem at all. Uh, just make sure that that you check the seasonality. Mm -hmm. um, many boat services are not running throughout the whole year, but only from spring to autumn. Okay, yeah. So we're just coming into the the peak cruising season right now. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Great. 
There's lots of wonderful cruises there that you've told us about. So do you have a favourite boat trip that you'd like to tell us about? I was expecting this question. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I'm not supposed to have favourite trip. Um, as you know, we Swiss are known to be neutral, but um, <laughs> I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you all lake and river cruises in Switzerland are something special. And um, for me, doesn't matter which lake, what I love is taking a boat on a nice summer evening, feeling the cooling breeze on your skin, watching the sunset while sipping a nice glass of Swiss wine. Mm -hmm. That's that, that you can experience all, er, almost everywhere in Switzerland on, on any lake. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there is no place in Switzerland where the, the closest lake is very far because there are so many. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like a, a perfect way to spend an evening. Absolutely. Before we finish, do you have any special recommendations that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes, whenever you are in Switzerland close to a lake and you feel like taking a boat trip and have an evening to spare, watch out for the theme cruises. There is theme cruises available on almost every lake and there are all kinds of such cruises for example, there, are, there is a sushi boat mm. or a fajita boat. Um, is it the game boat where you can eat venison? Um, well, that's especially in autumn, mm -hmm. right? And surely there's a fondue cruise. There is, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, there are many, many brunch cruises. You know, we Swiss, we love to have brunch on Sunday. Okay. And um, why not having a brunch cruise mm. on a Sunday morning? And um, well, what you have to know is those are not fully covered with the Swiss travel pass, but you usually get a nice reduction. Yeah. And um, this is really something special, mm. yes. That would definitely be a meal to remember, in enjoying delicious food while you've got the, the relaxing scenery, just sitting back on the boat and taking it all in, just perfect. Yes, that's how it is. Yeah. Well, there's certainly a lot of different boat cruises uh, there that can be enjoyed free of charge with the Swiss Travel Pass and some others that are that sound just wonderful for those people that are happy to, to take the reduction on the international cruises and some of those theme cruises as well. So there are plenty of cruises there that uh, people can consider and definitely include in their, in their Swiss itinerary. So thank you, Andy, for sharing all that with us. And, and again, thanks for coming back onto the podcast. Always a great pleasure. I'm looking forward to the next one. I'm sure there'll be another one in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you, Carolyn. With so many wonderful boat trips on offer in Switzerland, there's no excuse not to enjoy one. If you're a castle lover, definitely take Andy's advice and cruise between Thun and Interlaken. The boat stops at Alberhofen and Spies, and both towns have fantastic castles that you can visit and make ideal stops along the way. Lake Toon boats also call at the St. Beatus Caves stop, so a visit there is an option too. On nearby Lake Briennes, one of the most popular stops is Giesbach Falls. Why not disembark at Giesbach Falls to see the magnificent waterfalls and enjoy lunch or coffee and cake, and then continue on to the lovely town of Briennes, famous for its wood carving. It's then just a 20-minute train ride back to Interlaken. I mentioned earlier that I'm hoping to cruise across Valensee to Quinton when I visit Switzerland this year. But a couple of other boat trips I plan to do are on Lake Lugano and Lake Neuchatel, 
although I'm not sure I'll do the entire eight-hour trip that Andy talked about. With Schaffhausen also included in my itinerary, I might even take Andy's suggestion and cruise the Rhine to Kreuzlingen too. One thing's for sure, I won't run out of choices, but I may run out of time. Of course, you don't have to have a Swiss travel pass to enjoy the boat trips that we've chatted about today. You can buy tickets for individual cruises at the boat pier. But with the Swiss travel pass also covering all other modes of public transport, such as trains, trams and buses, and providing discounted travel on mountain railways and cable cars, and free entry to 500 museums, it makes a lot of sense to buy a Swiss travel pass and simply hop on and hop off the entire public transport network as you wish. For more information about the boat trips discussed in today's episode, visit the show notes at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash episode 44. I'll include a link to my detailed guide on the Swiss travel pass and info about where you can purchase one for your trip. If you missed previous podcasts featuring Andy, make sure you have a listen to episodes 11, 17, 19, 21 and 38. You'll find links to those episodes in the show notes too. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have found it helpful, I'd love it if you left a rating or review or a comment on the Holidays to Switzerland Instagram page or in our Facebook group. I love reading your comments and knowing that the information shared in the podcast helps to make the planning of your Switzerland vacation just that little bit easier. Until next time, take care and tschüss. Thank you so much for listening. For more great resources on planning a trip to Switzerland, make sure you visit holidaystoswitzerland.com where you'll find trip planning tips, destination guides, information on transport, including Swiss rail passes, and much more. You're also encouraged to join the Switzerland Travel Planning Group on Facebook where you can ask questions and chat to other past and future travellers to Switzerland. You'll find show notes from today's episode at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe to the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast so you never miss an episode. 